Hello and welcome to a very special first episode of the Cycling Tips Tech Writer Resume Podcast. Quite a mouthful. Think we need to work on that title for next time. I'm your host and interviewee, Rachel Kinerney. A quick rundown on what's on today's pod. In no particular order, we cover a bit about me, what's in my bike shed, and most importantly, why I think I'd be a great addition to the Cycling Tips team. All the formal info is in my CV, so let's jump straight in to a new feature today, the bike shed. First up, we have the S-Works Tarmac SL6, and no, I won't be upgrading to the SL7 anytime soon. The SL6 is hard to beat and difficult to find flaws in for mere mortals like myself. The bike has the nickname of Frodo in our house, as I had to sell two bikes to pay for it, so it became the one bike to rule them all. I replaced a lightweight climbing bike and an aero monster from Liv, and since I've had the Tarmac, I've not wished for anything else to ride on the road. As I said, it's hard to beat. Next up is my prize XC hardtail mountain bike, KTM Maroon. I race and train on this bike a lot. It's fast and comfortable. I've even done the odd group ride on it and had no problem keeping up with the roadies. Although my favourite thing to do with this bike is to head to my local hills or bike park with my friends on their long travel trail bikes and listen as they tell me I need a shorter stem, wider handlebars and more travel, yada, yada, yada and then proceed to show them what a modern XC bike can actually do. Of course, it does have its flaws, such as the old-fashioned size seat post, meaning a limited choice for dropper posts. And if I were on Desert Island Discs, oh, I mean bikes, and could only save one bike, it would definitely be this one. Whilst we're comfy in the bike shed, let's talk bike building. Over the years, I've built a number of bikes from the frame up. Full disclosure here, though, I'm currently in a very tough apprenticeship with my dad as the head mechanic. He has an eye for detail and problem solving, a great combo when building bikes. For my husband's 30th birthday, we built him a custom painted Cannondale Super 6 Evo. I love how much you learn every time you build a bike. And last season, we built up two matching cyclocross bikes. The absolute dream for any cross racer, right? The goal is to have two identical bikes that we couldn't tell apart and so forth that, and then couldn't have a favourite for racing on. KTM sent me two beautiful lightweight Koenig frames, in orange of course. And we used GRX by one for the build with zip service course finishing kit. Nothing flashy but built to last in the tough muddy conditions in the north of England and at national trophy rounds. Waiting in the wings as the next project is my 2021 XC race bike, a KTM Scarp. This time it will be a short travel full source mountain bike. The frame is a stunner and the build up shouldn't be far off the weight of my current hardtail. As you might have guessed, I race for the KTM UK factory racing team. Whilst this year has been short on racing due to the dreaded C word, I'm aiming to get my elite license next year and race the World Marathon Championships when the world is back open for business and racing again. Whilst I currently race off-road, in the past I've dipped my toe into the world of time trialling, too uncomfy, and road racing, too frustrating, including racing the Grand Fondo World Championships. But really, my heart belongs to the off-road world and mud. XC racing is a dream for a tech nerd like me and I'm always looking ways to make my bike lighter and faster 
although the suggestion to remove bolts from my disc will not be followed up, that's for sure. Time to open the tech shop for business. I'm loving the Woot Band at the moment and the data I get after a big day on the bike is invaluable. How well I'm recovered, the calories I've used and my sleep score. Incidentally, I'm in the top 10% of all Whoop athletes for sleep latency. Got to be good at something, right? And the coolest story I've heard from the company is their partnership with the PGA Tour. After a golfer contracted COVID and his Whoop Band highlighted the change in his respiration rate and recovery score before he had received a positive test. And as a result, every employee of the PGA now wears a Whoop Band. A real good news story for a startup business. It's even got a novel way to deal with battery charging. It has a slide-on cover which charges the device while you're still wearing it, meaning no data holes. And in a marked difference from other wearables on the market, there's no watch face. It's just a band with nothing to distract you. All the data is there waiting to be discovered when you're ready. However, I do think it needs something like Training Peaks in order to be properly useful and would like to see more integration between these two interfaces. I could also talk all day about Garmin versus Wahoo and their respective strengths and weaknesses and don't even get me started on integrating heart rate monitors into sports bras. But that is for another day. So I hear you ask, why do I think I'm right for the role of tech writer at Cycling Tips? It's not just bike technology that I'm passionate about. I've even got a master's degree in it too. I studied innovation management and entrepreneurship and was actively engaged in learning about new technology and their paths to market. I even covered DI2 as part of my final thesis alongside the impact of 3D printing on traditional manufacturing processes. During my master's degree, I found the thing that I enjoyed the most was the researching and writing process. It actually didn't matter what the subject was. I enjoyed turning my findings into readable pieces. So once I gained my first class degree, whilst working full time, buying our full first house and getting married, I decided to start a blog following my cycling adventures, which actually started out as a weight loss journey. After uni, I'd put on a bit of weight and found cycling a good outlet for my competitive nature and a way to get healthy again. As my weight loss journey concluded, the cycling really took over and my blog featured more race reports, how-to guides and travel inspiration. My blog is also featured in Cycling Plus magazine and the Mallorca 312 website. There's a link in my CV to onegirlandabike.com. If I were to use three words to describe myself, it would be bright, hardworking and enthusiastic. I give my all to everything I do and I love to learn new things. Away from racing and then fixing the bikes I break racing, I'm also in the process of getting my coaching accreditation. Racing can be an incredibly selfish endeavour and I offset this with coaching, especially skills coaching. Seeing people improve in front of your eyes is so rewarding. I'm super passionate about getting more people on bikes to improve both general and mental health and more specifically getting more women and girls out racing. Next up for me in September is the Cyclocross Specific Certification. I'll be coaching a local club with everyone from kids to vets ready for when the mud and racing returns. Well, I think we're about out of time for today. It'd be awesome if you got in touch if there's anything you'd like to discuss further. And my details are all in the CV. Hope to hear from you soon.